Hello and welcome to A Skeptic's Guide to Conspiracy, the podcast that examines conspiracy theory, conspiracy fact, and those who promote these theories. I will be your host, Mike Bowler, as we take a look at Conspiracy in the News for the week ending November 11th, 2018. And for this edition, I will be covering Laura Loomer discovers voter fraud in Minnesota, Holocaust denier, Arthur Jones loses election in the Illinois 3rd District, five-term Washington State Rep Matt Shea circulating a manual for holy war, Sarah Sanders sharing doctored InfoWars video, and Alex Jones drops his suit against PayPal. So, for my first, for the first article, Laura Loomer discovers busloads of Muslims committing voter fraud in Minnesota. Uh, this article unfortunately looks too much like a satire page, but she did say a lot of the stuff that is mentioned in this. So, I'm just going to not really give this site, or at least read right from the article, but just uh, to point out that um, this Laura Loomer, who apparently is a YouTube uh, uh, conspiracy, she's a seems to be a far right pro-Trump, talking about the deep state and their war against uh, the glorious president Donald Trump, and her only evidence was that the Democrat. Keith Ellison defeated Republican Doug Wardlow by 100,000 votes. It just so happens that 50,000 of those votes came from Muslims. The other 50,000 is mostly likely from voter fraud, says Loomer. Her evidence? It's just that she said it on Twitter, and that's about the only evidence she presents for this voter fraud. Uh that is pretty much the article, um, Loomer. I've talked about her before, maybe. I think I mentioned uh, there was a altercation where she was in New York. There was a a theater in the park portray, or portrayal of uh, Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. And right after Caesar gets his... And right after when Caesar is assassinated, she jumps up and on the stage and started spouting off pro-Trump, anti-Democrat, anti-liberal gibberish. She was subsequently drunk, took from the stage and was arrested. And pretty much uh, her career has been to talk about this deep state. I'm not... The article, and I haven't been able to find out if she's a QAnon, but that's usually kind of linked together. I don't know if that is a true statement or not, but uh, certainly this is just a, a crazy YouTube uh, video maker and uh, has has continuing her uh, insane rantings and seems to be getting some interest in and around Minnesota. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm sure she's going to be popping up here and there as uh, time goes on. So we got Holocaust denier Arthur Jones loses in the Illinois 3rd District, but still gets more than 25% of the vote. The long-shot candidacy of Holocaust deniers' Republican bid for Congress was defeated Tuesday, but not before the neo-Nazi received more than 
56,000 votes in the Illinois 3rd District. As, as expected, incumbent U.S. Rep. Dan Lipinski cruised a victory with just under 75% of the unofficial vote tally in the Democratic stronghold that stretches from the city's southwest side to the west and south suburbs. With little over, over 99% of the precincts reporting, Lipinski received 155,940 votes, compared with Jones' 56,350. The results may not include all early voting tallies. This is taken from the article. This is a Chicago Tribune article. So the art, this particular article, though, uh, of course, fortunately, this guy never got into office. But the disturbing part is that 25% of the votes, what he had uh, received, the southwest suburbs, which I don't think I'm in that particular district, but that would, the way this is described, and I sh- should probably look it up, but I'm not going to worry about it. But this is, sounds like it's right next door to the east of me. And I find that very strange that while Chicago and the Chicago suburbs are traditionally Democrat, these, this district where I live and some of the, these outlying districts are kind of a mix of Republican Democrat and can swing whatever way um, the winds blow, so to speak. So at least I'm hoping that this guy, of course, he was well known as a neo-Nazi. He described himself as a white racialist or someone who knows the facts of race. When he was interviewed with the, the Chicago Tribune, former member of the National Socialist Workers Party, Jones also opposed equality, interracial marriage, and school integration. So, fortunately, another crazy gets shot down in the election. Now, this article was a bit disturbing. Washington State Representative Matt Shea wins re-election after coming under FBI scrutiny for writing a how to guide on killing non-believers in a holy war. The counter-state is working overtime, Shea said, adding that there are two main counter-states in America, the Marxists and Islamic Islamists. Five-term Washington Rep. Matt Shea has been circulating a manual for holy war in the United States. The manual is a how-to guide he wrote, he wrote on killing non-believers and establishing a Christian theocracy. Because of it, he's under FBI scrutiny. The document, titled Biblical Basis for War, goes point by point how a Christian theocratic movement should exterminate its opposition in a battle to win a hypothetical holy war. And he, unfortunately, he won re-election on Tuesday, though this article was originally published November 2nd. There must be a general update because this came out on November 7th. So, unfortunately, while two crazies didn't get elected, or I should say one crazy didn't get elected and a Republican gets uh, support from a crazy person and believe that fraud, uh, believe that there was a voting fraud, here we got a guy who is a, who is still in office. Shea has been detailed in Rolling Stone, 
Uh, Rolling Stone detailed Shay's fantasy of creating a 51st state with freedom for guns and rule by God. On the outset, Shay's holy army would issue terms of surrender to its enemies. The demands include stop all abortions, no same-sex marriage, no idolatry or occultism, no communism, and must, must obey biblical law. If the rest of the country refused to yield to these terms, the document ag- advocates a final solution, kill all males. Okay, um, this is, again, somebody who is not necessarily in power in the, but he certainly has a constituency. He's uh, been elected to the Washington, uh, he's a rep- or a, is a, representative in Washington. This article doesn't say what district, and I wasn't really interested in looking that up, per se, where this might be. And much of it, much of the uh, the actual document he presents is a, uh, makes it sound much like a <laughs> a holy war slash uh, final solution for non-believers. This is a very Scary thought um, certainly has the. Uh, it's hard to say if this was. If again, nowhere in the article says where he where he, what he represents, what districts, where what part of the of Washington he represents. Does sound a lot like uh, it may have. It may be uh, Eastern Washington that seems to be an area where it butts up to. Uh, Idaho and Montana, which has a very, or at least had a very vocal and active neo-Nazi group. This is the place where things like uh, Ruby Ridge, Randy Weaver, uh, certainly uh, the Montana militia, this is is about as notorious as the Michigan militia. And of course, this was also the... uh, Home away from home for the Aryan Nation. This was a another hate group, uh, white nationalists, uh, pretty much. Uh, but they had gotten into a lot of trouble because a number of their members had taken to robbing banks and actually was involved with a killing of uh, Julius Berg in Salt Lake City, I believe. I don't have that note here, but I do know that this is all part of a Again, the uh, the neo-Nazi uh, skinhead slash Aryan Nation hate groups. So the next story, Sarah Sanders accused of sharing doctored InfoWars video to justify Acosta ban. The White House is accused of engaging in Orwellian tactics after banning CNN reporter. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders was accused Wednesday night of sharing a doctored video to defend the administration's decision to revoke the press credentials of CNN reporter Jim Acosta. Earlier in the day, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, called Acosta a rude, terrible person during a press conference and tried to cut off his questioning. When a White House intern attempted to take the microphone from Acosta three times, he held on to it and continued questioning Trump. During the intern's final attempt, she tried to pull the microphone away. Acosta Hanna apparently appeared to briefly brush her arm, which, of course, uh, Acosta quickly said, pardon me, ma'am. But, of course, the the video that Sarah Sanders decides to use to uh, 
support uh, that he had strike. He strikes us in turn. Uh, apparently came from Infowars.com. Infowars is, of course, as you know, is Alex Jones is his creation, his home base, so to speak. And certainly uh, everyone at Infowars is defending this particular video. They're not denying that the video was doctored. They're not saying that they're not saying anything about this doc, this video being doctored. And when I went to look up this video, and sure enough, it was on Infowars. So certainly, uh, Alex Jones is certainly uh, having a little bit of influence within Washington and being able to get the appropriate videos and getting uh, pretty much fake. Alex Jones is always and has always um, uh, doctored and uh, edited many of his videos. He's been uh, known to attack. He will he will punch and swing at people. And if it wasn't for the general public and pointing their uh, cell phone cameras at it, we would never see these uh, actions. Jones will deny ever doing anything wrong and will edit out any potential evidence of him assaulting. I know there was, I've seen plenty of videos of Alex Jones attacking Geraldo Rivera during a 9-11 remembrance, and uh, Jones began shouting at Rivera. They, they got into a shouting match, and then Alex Jones kidney punches Geraldo Rivera. Rivera then, uh, of course, when you see the video on Infowars, you don't see the sucker punch. It's actually cut out, whereas other videos show him sucker punching Rivera. So I don't find this out of the ordinary, and certainly the Trump administration, certainly uh, they've been openly hostile to the media and anything, and they will do anything to promote that the media is violent or, you know, whatever the whatever the beef that uh, Trump has with the, with the, the media. But since we're on the Alex Jones, uh, uh, Alex Jones drops suit against PayPal, right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has withdrawn a lawsuit accusing PayPal and engaging, engaging in viewpoint-based censorship by refusing to process payments to his company. Jones, who owns InfoWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com, and the e-commerce site InfoWarsStore.com, said in court that in court papers filed Monday that he will take his battle that he will take his battle with PayPal to an arbitrator. PayPal's user agreement contains an arbitration clause that may apply to this dispute. His newest court papers state rather than burn the parties in the court with a motion practice with motion practice regarding the enforceability of the arbitration provision, FSS plans to proceed with its dispute through arbitration. So we'll see how that pans out. Uh, that would be uh, you know, Jones. While certainly isn't hurting for money, he's certainly losing profile. His getting his message out, though other sources seem to be. Uh, getting the message out through this, uh, through a number of lesser known uh, Infowars people. 
people like Paul Joseph Watson has been pushing out Prison Planet and Infowars stories through their their uh, particular um, Twitter feeds. So while Infowars in of itself has been shut down, many of the internal reporters and so on have been leaking or been pushing out Infowars stories. So we'll see how that plays out. So that's all I have this week. I'm Unfortunately, I'm recording this a little later than I was hoping, so hopefully I'll get this out Monday, probably be late Monday afternoon when you hear this. If you hear it early, that means I was able to get through my edit, the editing portion of this fairly quick. So I'd like to thank you for listening. This was episode 115, recorded November 11th, 2018. Thank you and good night.